he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons because we're just happy that you're here. Yes, so come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep and talk shit we will. If you scrolled TikTok over the weekend, you may have seen that Andrew Spencer's new girlfriend posted a video of a quote-unquote hometown date that he went on. So basically, Andrew is so serious with this new girl that he's meeting her family. I have a clip from this hometown date. We're officially two minutes away from the airport picking up Andrew to meet my parents. Oh, look at you! How do you feel that you finally made it to hometowns? It was worth the wait. Are you nervous? I have to pee so bad. Then he sits down with each of her brothers, like bachelor style, like how mm -hmm. the family's like, can I, Andrew, can I pull you in the other room for a sec? So they film this and yeah. the brothers then grill him on their age difference. So I just turned 28. How does it feel that you're the same age as Rebecca's oldest brother? Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one. I'm fine with it, if you're fine with it. <laughs> Do you have a Chicago roster? No. I met Rebecca on Instagram DM. Mm -hmm. Do you DM a lot of girls on Instagram? Um, no. Not necessarily, no. I don't think so. <laughs> How many girls have you DM'd that day? That day, none. None. Yeah, no. How does it feel that Rebecca was graduating high school when you were on The Bachelor? No comment. Yeah. Honestly, like, when I hear age difference, I don't... Especially this age difference. Okay, 19 to, what is Andrew, 27, 28. I don't think that's that crazy. But when he puts it in perspective of, like, this girl was in high school when you were on The Bachelor, which really was not that long ago. Like, Andrew was on a few seasons ago. That, to me, makes it a little bit more like, oh, wow, this is a a big gap. Because, like, in mm. when you're 19, I feel like every single year leading up to that, like, you change so much. Like, three years ago, this girl was 16, which is very different from, like, being 28. Three years ago, you were 25. Those are very mm. similar vibes. So that's just crazy to me. I think it's funny that Andrew's like almost in on the joke. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, for them to post this, they have to be okay with the fact that they have this major age difference. And by the way, he's right. 28. His birthday is January 20th, 1995. Okay. And what's this, what is her name, this girl? Becca Mishy, I guess. I knew nothing about this girl. You sent me this TikTok and... I thought nothing was strange of it, honestly, except for the fact that, like, the caption of that video is, like, number eight on the roster is, like, coming to hometowns or something. Kind of poking fun at the fact that, like, she has a roster, which is, like, fine. I think that's a fun little joke. But then I click on her profile, and she has so many – like, her whole TikTok personality is, like, have a fucking roster. Like, have a basketball team until – it was, like, roster till the altar or something. Basically just kind of – saying like when you're dating, you should always be dating multiple people, keeping your options open. And I don't know who this girl is because when you search her name on TikTok, like the first thing that comes up is like this girl's name and then Jacob Ellerty from Euphoria. And I'm like, she dated him? And now she's yeah, and dating- I don't know who that is. I've never seen Euphoria. Okay, well, Euphoria is an amazing show and you should definitely watch it because especially because we're not getting the next season till like 2028 at this rate because of the writer's strike. So you might as well catch up while you're at it. It's an amazing show. Um, Jacob Ellerty's just like, he's the hot guy from Euphoria. Like, he plays Nate. He's like the hot football guy. And he's very cool. famous. 
Andrew's very hot, too. Yeah, but not as famous by a lot. Right. Well, maybe she's not after fame. Maybe after, like, going through her roster, she's like, Andrew's the one for me. Yeah, probably, sure. But it was yeah. funny that the brother, one of the brothers was asked Andrew, do you have a Chicago roster? It's, see, like, she's kind of insinuating she saw the roster. It could just be, like, a cheeky joke, though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say they're both roster-free. I think when you hard launch a relationship, you say goodbye to your roster. Right, when you go to hometowns. Have you ever had a roster? I've never been able to successfully do that. No, I'm not really wired that way where like I feel like if I'm interested in someone and I'm talking to them I really kind of like focus on that until that relationship has run its course and then I can move on to someone else but I don't like the like I don't know I always feel like weirdly guilty even if like I'm not committed to the person I'm talking to I feel like if I start flirting with or talking to someone else I feel like it's cheating in my brain. I've just never successfully gotten that many people to like me at once. Like the people that say like, oh, you just do this. And then you get all these like good morning texts. I'm like, how do you guys get that many people to want to like flirt with you all day long? Well, that was one of this girl's um, other TikToks was just kind of like, you know, like reaching out to my roster. And she's sending like the most unhinged, like weird texts. And these guys are like, falling for it and like responding and being all cute. And I'm like, okay, maybe that only works if you're a 19 year old model, which I am not. And so I need to take a new strategy because she's like, guys, just like message these guys, these like crazy unhinged things. Basically just being like, I love you or like stupid. And they're all like, hey, babe, like it's been a while. Miss you. Blah. It's like if I texted that to a random guy, that would not be the response. So I'd be like different um, approaches for everyone, you know? Right. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. I do think it's funny that they tied in the hometown date aspect. She's like, how do you feel that you finally Mm -hmm. made it to hometowns? He didn't get Oh, no, he didn't get a hometown on Katie's season. No. Remember he told us, though, that they did film a scene with his mom after he was already broken up with? If you haven't listened yeah. to our Andrew Spencer interview, go check that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Andrew's great. I, I mean, wish him the best. She seems like a sweet girl. And they see if they can make little jokes and little TikToks about their age difference and it doesn't bother them, then, like, go off. Yeah. Just wish he could have been The Bachelor, but whatever. Yeah, well, we'll see. Who knows? Just because you make it to hometowns doesn't mean you make it, make it to the final rose. That's you know? true. There's been plenty of people that make it get a hometown date and then they don't get that final rose. So, all right, moving on. So we are one week away officially from this new era of television, Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise airing on the same day every single week. How do you Ooh. feel? I know you have strong thoughts about Golden Bachelor. I am so freaking excited and I just can't hide it. I just truly feel that the Golden Bachelor is going to revitalize this franchise in a way that we have needed it to be revitalized for a very long time. I'm so excited. I feel like all of my friends who either never really watched The Bachelor or watched The Bachelor a while back and have slowly given up on the show are coming to me and being like, wait, Golden Bachelor, I'm going to watch again. And I think that's huge. The fact that a lot of people who have not been following the show recently are are jumping back in. And I think that's going to just be good for the show, good for us, because, you know, like, you know, we're working off of what's going on in the show. And I'm excited to talk about something new. Like, this is a totally different perspective. We've never seen a show like this before. I think it's going to bring so many interesting conversations. I'm so excited. And there's like spoilers out of Gary's like top girls. It's so funny that Gary has a final four. Oh yeah, no, I've avoided. But just funny that like, I can't wait till we premiere night, we watch it and then they show the trailer. I cannot wait to see the trailer and see, we've talked about this. Like, is it going to be formatted the same way with like, the villain music, and then you see someone grabbing 
the lead because she wants time with him. I know. I wonder how it's going to play out. Yeah. I'm just nervous, though, about seeing old people cry, honestly. Like, I don't want to see Gary sad, and I don't want to see his runner-up woman upset. Because that's going to be devastating. Golden Bachelorette. She'll be fine. True. Also, did you know you know Matt's mom is on it? Matt James's yeah. mom? That's yeah. a nice, exciting callback. And I think that's really fun. Do we think that Matt James's mom is an automatic shoe-in for hometowns because they're gonna want Matt on the show? Probably. Yeah. I think so. I think certain people are shoe-ins. Like, I don't know. Remember in the past, Tia, they she was introduced mm. as Raven's best friend and then just so happens make it to the final four. Like I've said before, what are the odds that two friends from mm-hmm. Arkansas, right? That's where they're from? Yeah. Both make it to the top four on an ABC network show. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially because looking back at her and Ari, I was like, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. And yet there they were, top four. I feel like they like who they like, and they push along people that they want to push along. One thing I'm a little nervous for, not saying this will happen, it's just something that, you know, pops in the back of my brain. Mm-hmm. Golden Bachelor can be so exciting and new, and everyone's talking about it, but is it the type of thing that everyone's going to tune into the premiere, and then the spark kind of fizzles? I think potentially. I think that just depends on what the premiere delivers and what that promo at the end of the episode yeah. really shows. Um, I do wonder if it's going to be the type of show where people feel like they need to watch it on Thursday versus, like, they'll get around to it at some point during the weekend, like, on Hulu, and then kind of keep up with it. But again, I think that just comes down to, like, how good the show is, what people are talking about. So we'll have to see. But I think so. I'm really excited. I also like that it's low-key one hour. I'm like, that's what television shows should be. Yeah. So should we get into, then, like, what this means for Mm -hmm. the – Immediate future of She's All Batch. So if you are a weekly listener of thoughts, you're going to want to listen up because we have some changes coming to She's All Batch just for the remainder of like the year, I would say. Q4, yeah. if you will. Um, so, okay. And I will start off by saying these changes are... because of ABC's bogus new schedule. I am not a fan of the fact that both of the new shows, Bachelor in Paradise Mm -hmm. and Golden Bachelor, are airing back-to-back on Thursdays. What are you doing to us? Like, seriously. So basically what we're thinking, guys, is we're going to watch Golden Bachelor live on Thursdays, and then Stephanie and I will immediately recap it. Like, we'll do the recording, and then that episode will be out on Fridays, recap of the golden bachelor then at some point maybe the next day or some point over the weekend we will catch up on bachelor in paradise which also aired on thursday but we need to get the golden bachelor recap out so it just like doesn't make sense to watch it all on the same night so then we will watch bachelor in paradise and then recap that and then also too i want we want to keep that episode open like it's not just always going to be like recaps of bachelor in paradise it might also just be bachelor news creeps especially if there's something going on in paradise and we're seeing some of that play out in bachelor news and in the real world we're going to be covering it maybe throw an interview in every now and then like we're keeping it open but it's mostly bachelor in paradise discussion so that is going to come out wednesdays the following week and for all of our Patreon subscribers, luckily, it's coming out a day early on Tuesday. So, Oh, yes. That's a yes. lot. Yes, okay. 
So Patreon. So our first tier of Patreon, the $5 tier, all of you guys that are signing up for the video interviews, love you all. First of all, you'll have access to all the video interviews mm -hmm. still. Those are all still gonna be on Patreon. But we wanted to make sure we were still giving you guys something new every single month. So you were going to get early access to ad-free episodes of She's All Batch. So our Wednesday episodes that have like the creep stories, the Bachelor in Paradise recaps, any news, any potential upcoming interviews, that will be coming to our Patreon subscribers ad-free on Tuesdays. So early access and ad-free. But if you're a member of our $8.99 tier, we're still gonna be putting out bonus episodes. Um, yes. So that does not change. You're already subscribed. You get your bonus episodes every single month and you will still be getting them. But this is for the $5 tier since we won't be having as many interviews weekly, but we're still gonna have them. This is just what we're doing for right now, just because there's so much Bachelor going on. Like, it's unusual yeah. that there's two shows airing at the same time. And we obviously, like, these are probably two of the most important shows in Bachelor Nation. So we wanted to give them due diligence and cover them both. Because we were kind of like, well, which one do we recap? What do we do? What about our normal episode? So this, we thought, would be a good compromise, at least for the next few months. And then once we're back to one show a week, show we can go back season. to our normal episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's when we'll kind of ramp up the interviews again mm -hmm. and get back into the swing of things. Well, as long as everything is still airing on the normal days, we'll probably go back to our Thursdays. But mm -hmm. we'll keep you guys posted on this schedule. We know this is a big change, but it's exciting. And I'm mm -hmm. excited to, like, kind of tackle something new. And again, it's Q4, guys. It's Q4. It's Q Anything it's goes. Q4. Yeah, maybe at the water cooler. So true. <laughs> So guess what? I'm going on a cruise this week. I'm going to Bermuda. And I already packed my suitcase and I put a couple of liquid IV packets in my bag because you know I'm going to have a lot of Bloody Marys. And in the morning, I want to be like refreshed and I can't be hungover and dehydrated. And that's why I'm so excited to have liquid IV in my bag because I know that I'll be able to wake up and feel so good. So one stick of liquid IV, you put it in 16 ounces of water, it hydrates you two times faster than water alone. So I don't have to worry about not feeling good in the morning. No, I know. Especially on vacation when it's like you want to make the most of every single day and night that you're there, especially on a cruise when there's so many activities. So it's like, of course, you're going to like go to dinner and go to the show and go out to like the little club after and you're going to be drinking, but you obviously want to then make the most of your day the next day. That's how I feel as I get older, honestly. Like I want to, I want to hang. I still want to go out, but my body is just not built the same way that it used to be. So I honestly have liquid IV as a part of my weekend routine every single weekend. So guys, liquid IV, go check them out. They have such amazing flavors too. They recently sent me a box of pina colada flavor and I was living Whoa. for it. No, I know. It's so good. So real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide. You guys can get them at Costco or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SHESALLBATCH at checkout. So that's 20% off anything on their site when you shop Better Hydration Today using promo code SHESALLBATCH at liquidiv.com. Okay, I'm so excited to share with you guys my new favorite skincare brand, Oak Essentials. I've absolutely been obsessed with them. I told you guys when I left my toiletry bag in LA and lost all of my little products and I had to rebuy all of them, this was an immediate repurchase for me. Their Moisture Rich Balm is actually my favorite new night cream. It's become part of my skincare routine. I love it because it gives such a hydrated feel, like kind of like you're putting petroleum jelly on your face, but it also feels light and not sticky on your face. I don't know how they get both of those 
aspects of it, but it smells amazing. If you guys don't know already, Oak Essentials is a line full of luxurious products that really work, especially if you're trying to achieve like that natural, no makeup look. Yeah, and Oak Essentials aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients. So you definitely want to get your hands on this. Oak Essentials is the go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. She's All Batch listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code She's All Batch at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com with promo code She's All Batch. Whether you're starting from scratch with your skincare routine or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one last thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. All right, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild, and we read those stories on air, and it's a good time, wouldn't you say? Um, Yeah, I would say, actually. I do think it's a good time. Okay, great. Uh, This first one's about Caitlin Bristow. Ooh. This bachelorette encounter starts with a random Tinder date. I went out with a guy who was in town filming for Caitlin's live podcast in Vancouver back in 2019. He let me and my friend come to the show for free. He had to sneak us in the back door. We ended up sticking around after to meet her, and they had leftover swag bags, so we got to take home so much stuff. Jason was there and their dog, Ramen, and Blake was a special guest DJ. Caitlin was so nice and complimented mine and my friend's glasses. Wait, so this is like an encounter with Jason and Blake. What, what did she say what the timeline is on this? Because I would love 2019. To, oh, 2019. Because I would love to know, like, how Caitlin and Jason were interacting and what the vibes were. I'm sure it was that, fine in 2019. Well, I know, but I'm, I thought it was more recent than that, in which case that's what I would have wanted to know about. Also, is your random Tinder date famous? Like, why was he on Caitlyn's live? He was important enough to be on her live show. Mm. And this person just went on a random, like, imagine that's like your random Tinder date. And he was date. a guest on it? And he snuck them in the back door? Like, what about dinner and drinks? Like, what is up with dating these days? <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of like a fun, unique date. That's yeah, that's spice low key it better up. than than dinner and drinks. Yeah, doing something mm-hmm. different. He's like, "Hey, I'm actually the guest on a live show. I'm gonna sneak you in the back door. Like, so random." Well, maybe he knew that she was like really into The Bachelor and Caitlyn Bristow. Like, I feel like that's something maybe you would talk about on a dating app before going on a date. Okay, well, let's hope. Let's only hope. Yeah. Sometimes I'm afraid to tell people that I have a Bachelor podcast because I'm like, they're going to make fun of me and think it's not cool, but it is cool. Wait, who would make fun of you? People on dating apps. Boys. uh. I don't know, but like how cool that you had a hobby that you turned into this. I don't know. Like regardless of what it is, I hate when people yuck people's yums. Like, Wait, that's such a good phrase, yucking someone's yums. Yeah. If like you have a sports podcast, no one thinks anything of it. How is this any different? Bachelor is my Super Bowl. So true. I know. No, it's not any different, but I feel like they hear like, oh, Bachelor podcast, and they immediately are just like, oh, you're just a girl who only watches reality TV. And that's not true. Sometimes I watch other shows. What's wrong with that? (laughs) True. Is there a problem with that? I don't think so. Right. It's like a boy who only watches sports all day. It's like, dude. But like, that's acceptable. No No one questions that. It's just like, this is what it is. Sundays, don't talk to me. Fuck that. No, don't get me started on football Sundays and how I strongly, I think they're so stupid and a waste of time. Mm. I had boyfriends that would literally set the, because like if you're on the West Coast, it starts at 10 and I, 
had a boyfriend who would set the alarm for 9.55 every single Sunday morning and sit there all fucking day. Wait, it starts at 9 in the morning? I thought this was like an afternoon activity. Well, yeah, but on the West Coast, it starts at 10 because it starts at like 1 here. Oh, 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 I mean, I'm down for like the football snacks, but not every single weekend. And like, guys, not come every on. single weekend. And for the entire, like, I'm down to go to like a brunch and watch a good game and like call it a day. It's the the fact that it's all day long. It's from 10 a.m. Yeah. to nighttime, and it's like you're not going to do one other thing. You're not going to go to the grocery store. You're not going to do your laundry. Like, we got to do Sunday activities, like little things. They do nothing mm-hmm. the whole time. That's like watching a bachelor marathon every single Sunday. That would be the comparison. right and doing nothing else, like sitting there in your sweatpants rotting away. And yeah. you know how judged we would be if that's what we did on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's like, sorry, I can't hang out. I'm watching Ben Higgins' entire season. <laughs> right, literally, that's literally what it is. I think you should put that you have a bachelor podcast on your dating profile. Do you have a dating profile? Yeah, but I never use it. Okay. So. Well. I think we need to reactivate it and um, yeah, put see, a link like, the to the podcast. Is, you say They'll learn that. about you. They'll no, learn no, about you. No, no, I don't you. think you realize, like, how bad dating apps really are. Like, the only people who like me are really creepy and weird and not mm. cute. So it's almost just, like, slim pickings. It's like, why even try? That's a whole – honestly, guys, this is a whole conversation for a whole other podcast about yeah. how hard it is to date in this world. But mm-hmm. – All right, this next story is about Jade. This person writes, I did PR for a fertility tracking bracelet that hired Jade as a brand ambassador to post on social media about using Ava to help her conceive her first baby, Emmy. We invited Jade to come to a media dinner in San Francisco, and she was so amazing. She insisted on coming a day early so she could meet everyone in the company and learn about the science behind the product. At the event, she actually brought along her friend Liz to help take care of Emmy, who was just a few months old at the time. I actually got to hold Emmy, too. Jade was, and still is, absolutely stunning in person. She barely had a stitch of makeup on and her hair in a bun, but she's gorgeous and tiny, probably 5'3 and a size 2 at most, just a few months after giving birth. She told me all about how she loved Tanner at first sight when she saw him come down the stairs in paradise and talked about their life in Kansas City at the time, where he still had a regular job managing a Toyota dealership, which he doesn't anymore. Liz was also stunning and petite with shiny dark brown hair and green eyes, much prettier and smaller than she looked on TV. I asked about her time on the show, and she didn't want to say too much, but basically said that what was shown is not really how it went down. I got the impression she wasn't a big fan of the show or Nick. I think it would be fabulous for anyone to interview her. She's definitely got the tea. Okay, pausing this submission to let you know that we did interview Liz. It is a really good interview, and it's like episode five. Like, we, she was one of our first guests, and we love Liz. They definitely did her dirty with that edit of telling everyone she had sex with Nick. Also, it's odd that she's no longer friends with Jade. That day in San Francisco, they were super tight and told me they had been friends since kindergarten. Anyway, hope that's interesting. I have a girl crush on Jade to this day and nothing but great things to say about her. She's awesome. Everyone that's met Jade says that about her, though. Like, she doesn't need a drop of makeup, and she's absolutely stunning in person. So I am not surprised. And she seems like someone that has a heart of gold, so I'm not surprised that she was so kind. I don't know why Jade and Liz had a falling out. I know I did ask Liz, though, when we had her on, and she didn't want to talk about it. Yes, I remember that as well. So Jerry's still out. I mean, it could just be something as, like, Casual is just like – because they were doing the podcast together. Maybe they just had like a a podcast disagreement, if you will. Mm-hmm. Business and artistic differences. Or it's something a lot more complicated than that. 
I mean, we'll never know. What did she say about it when we asked her? Because I remember us asking her, did she just say, like, I don't want to get into it? Or did she, like, give some sort of, like, fluffy answer of, like, yeah, you know, we went our separate ways, blah. Fluffy answer. Ah. The classic The classic fluffy answer. answer. (laughs) All right. Well, those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch, and you never, ever, ever know. Maybe we'll read it next week. Guys, there is nothing worse than suffering with an uncomfortable bra. And thankfully, I have a Honey Love bra and they've revolutionized the bra game. I'm so happy that I've upgraded from my traditional bra that uses uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics because Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Like I get the best lift in Honey Love's crossover bra without an underwire. It's amazing. Totally, guys. And if you are interested in checking out Honey Love, it does not stop there. They have more on their website than just bras. They also have incredibly comfortable shapewear, which I have two of their bodysuits and I wear them literally all the time. They're like staples in my closet. They have tanks, leggings for everyday support. You guys can also get the matching shapewear that matches your crossover bra. So they really have everything and everything comes in cute little sets and different things that you can mix and match. Go check them out. Like I said, I wear their bodysuits at least once a week. Yeah, treat yourself to the best bras on the market. You could save 20% off if you go to honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. You have to enter that whole code. So that's honeylove.com slash she's all batch two zero. Use that exclusive link. That'll get you 20% off and you will have like the best perkiest boobs because you're wearing your Honey Love bra. Feeling so great. Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It is hot girl season thanks to Honey Love. All right, guys, we have Haley Malice here. She is from Clayton season of The Bachelor and also Bachelor in Paradise. Haley, thank you for coming on She's All Batch. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to chat with you. So night one, which is your night, the night that you had on the show. How much time did you get with Clayton? Zero. (laughs) I didn't get any time with him. I really only got my limo entrance and that was my only interaction with him. Oh, wow. Okay. And your limo entrance, did you ask him to open a jar of pickles? I did. I did. I asked (laughs) because my whole mentality going in was that I don't need a man for anything except to open really tough jars and reach Mm -hmm. high up things and to kill bugs. So that was kind of like the basis around it. Right. Um, But then everybody just thought that I liked pickles afterwards, which I actually don't. Oh, that okay. was just the jar they happened to give me. So <laughs> did you come up with that or did a producer give you that? Um, I came up with it. I mean, you obviously come up with a lot of ideas and then you get the go ahead for whichever one you want to use. So, okay. So, so you don't get any time other than your intro. Did you try and you were not successful? Like how did that go down? I was really nervous. Um, as the girls got out of the limo before me, I was just really anxious and I don't know. It's all very much a blur because you go up there and it's just like so quick and so fast. And like, it's really hard to be at ease in that moment. And you assume that you're going to get time where you can kind of sit down and have a conversation and kind of let the anxiety go away. But unfortunately, I didn't get that. So my only um, experience with him was just me being in a really high anxiety state of like, oh, my gosh meeting him here's the mansion right. this is crazy and then all of a sudden you're walking in and then there's a bunch of girls sitting on the couch and there you are yeah did anyone else that you know not get any time with him a lot oh wow okay almost almost like half of the women wow 
Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so what time is the first rose ceremony kicking off that night? I don't even know what time it was because we didn't have clocks while we were there, mm-hmm. but the sun was coming up and that's okay. usually how it goes. It, yeah. You're filming all night. Right. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. know if it was different for your season specifically, but I know that the first rose ceremony typically goes to like seven, eight in the morning, which is crazy. Yeah. So you unfortunately don't get a rose the first night. How can you walk us through like exit interviews of a night one exit? Like our producers pulling uh-huh. you aside, trying to get certain things out of you. What is it like? Um, well, you're kind of doing interviews throughout the night, but you have your big like exit interview after you don't get a rose where you kind of have to reflect on like how you feel and stuff. Obviously, in the moment, I was really upset mm-hmm. and just kind of in shock. I don't think anyone goes on the show thinking they're going to be a night oneer. Yeah. Um, so just kind of... Pr- I just remember processing that the sun was like right in my eyes. Mm. Um, they're like, how do you feel? And I was like, rejected. Like, yeah. What do you want me to say? Right. Um, but you didn't get time with him. So like he obviously right. has to cut some people. It's probably going to be someone he doesn't, he didn't get time with, you know? Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I couldn't be too hard on myself. Right. So did you pack though for two months worth of time? Was unpacking yeah, the biggest I say, bitch. <laughs> I will say the one good thing about going home that early, I got to return all the dresses that I bought because it wasn't like past that 30 day Perfect. return policy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you go home, but then you get a second chance. How how soon are they calling you to come to paradise? I think I was on the later end because I was starting to hear a lot of girls from my season getting the invites like months before I did. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know when they called me. I want to say it was maybe February, March ish. Okay. And then you film what? Yeah. May? June. June. Okay. Are they mm-hmm. pitching it to you? Like, oh, you didn't get a chance on the bachelor, but like, this is your chance type thing. Like, how did they position it to you that you were willing to like roll the dice again? Oh yeah. They're like, Oh, like we would love to have you back. We didn't get enough of you. Like America loved what little they did see of you because they did show like a little bit of me on night one, like little snippets. Um, so like, yeah, like people loved you. We want more of you. So then obviously like that feeds your ego and you're like, Oh my gosh, America's going to love me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was really excited. And like, honestly, I went into paradise, which with much more of like, like a positive mentality of like, I don't care what the outcome is because Mm -hmm. worst case scenario, I get sent home night one again. And I've already been through that once. And like, I can do it again. Yeah. But like, I was so depressed and sad after getting sent home on the bachelor because I had such high expectations. Right. And like having those let down. Um, so then going back on paradise, I was like prepared and not like so attached to the outcome of it. Who did you go into paradise wanting to maybe have something with? Um, well, I didn't really know who I was going to be there, mm-hmm. first of all, um, because it was a bunch of whose guys was it? Rachel and Gabby's and like her, their season hadn't aired yet. So we didn't know anything about those men. That's so hard. I wouldn't be able to do that. Like I would want to know what kind of edit you got on TV before like I link up with you. 
Right, exactly. So it's like nobody knew the type of edit that Logan had gotten or whoever else. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was definitely weird. Um, But like of people that I knew, because I had been a fan of the show before. So I had like bachelor like crushes on guys. (laughs) And one of them, well, I have like a whole list, but one of them was Blake Moynes and he didn't go on Paradise my the season I went on and he's on this one I'm like wait that's my bachelor crush we've interviewed him and I was like oh I love him like he's like in the top of my list so hot and I'm so excited that he gets to go this summer but yeah bummer that you didn't get to meet him (laughs) like oh dang it but I still had a lot of fun and I made some connections even though they weren't really shown on tv I feel like my edit made me look really like like kind of like a pick me girl, like trying to like chase after this guy that had no interest in me, but it's like, okay, but they didn't see all the stuff that actually happened with him. So they so think what, I'm going after this guy that showed no interest, but that wasn't the case. So who are you talking about? Um, they made, they made it look like, uh, I just was super interested in Logan, but like that he had wanted like nothing to do with me. Okay. And in real life, that wasn't the case. Um, we had a connection. I don't really know how much I'm like allowed to divulge, but we had a connection initially. Um, but then obviously his connection was stronger with Shanae. So, Mm -hmm. and Shanae got the date card. It's like, obviously they only have so much time to like show every storyline. So they're going to focus on the ones that are the most pertinent. You, you leave paradise. You don't get a rose, unfortunately, but in your limo exit, you say, well, at least now I get air conditioning. So who's laughing now? Did you feel like the winner at the end of that? Because at the end of the day, you get to go home and go be in air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, I was happy that I had gone and I feel like I had a really fun time and good experience. And I was like, all right, if now's my time to go, then now's my time to go. Like I wasn't bent out of shape as I was the first time around. Yeah. And so I left with really like good feelings and everything. So when people ask me like, would you ever go in paradise again? I'm like, yeah, like I I had a lot of fun, even though it looked like I cried a lot. Like (laughs) it was a good time. How many days were you there in total then? Mm, Like in Mexico in total or like Mm -hmm. on the beach? Both actually. Like how many days were you in Mexico like overall? But then also how many days were you on the beach? I want to say I was in Mexico for maybe a little over a week. It was still, it's still like quarantine time. So we have to like quarantine a little bit and stuff like that okay I don't really remember it was a a while longer that we had to do all that stuff and like promo shoots and things like that before we even hit the sand um and then I was on the beach for like a couple nights I think oh okay so I mean you at least you got like a free vacation a little mini vacation yeah and I got to hang out with my friends and that was the awesome thing too is like so much of the girls on my season of paradise were girls from Clayton season. So like I knew them. Yeah. That's so Mm -hmm. fun. So how has life been post reality TV? Um, Initially I was really caught up in it and like always like flying out to San Diego or New York to hang out with all my friends that I had met through the show that like live out in those places. And like, I feel like I definitely got really caught up like in the franchise and like, drinking the Kool-Aid and wanting to post pictures with like other people that also like have that presence and stuff. Um, But recently, like over the past year, I would say like I've gotten a little bit further from it and just kind of focusing on my life here in Orlando and not so much like what I look like on social media and like who I'm posting 
like that. Mm-hmm. But like initially you're very like once you're in that world, it's hard to like kind of get out of it for a little bit. Who were you hanging out with in that world? Um we were hanging out with like Sam Jeffries. She's actually on this season of Paradise, which I'm yeah. really excited to see her um go through that journey. But um so she lives out in San Diego. So everybody that lives out there, it's like Landon, Mikey P, Andrew Spencer, all those type of people. Um, mm-hmm. And then whoever else in New York. And then I was with the stage crew, stage, uh, stage coach crew um, too. So that was like before leaving for Paradise. So that was interesting because everyone wanted like advice from Blake Horseman. Oh, gosh. Um <laughs> So um, they were all like picking his brain and stuff, but. Okay. So you've kind of distanced yourself a little bit and you said that you would be open to going back on the show. So Mm -hmm. um, what is life looking like today? Are you working or what are you doing? Um, I'm still working. I'm a pediatric nurse at a children's hospital and I love what I do. Um, I'm super involved in my church. I'm a little Jesus girly. So I like, I work with the high school kids, um, at our church and I'm part of a women's group through that as well. And gym, honestly, four nice. days a week. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. That's so, amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, where can our listeners find you on social media if they want to keep up with you? Uh, so my Instagram handle is my name, Haley Malice. And then my TikTok, I believe, is still Hales Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I like that. <laughs> Hales Yeah. yeah cute. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. This is this has been awesome. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, follow the podcast. I kind of want to explain that a little bit more because I feel like some people don't necessarily know what that means. If you're on Apple Podcasts, there's a button that says follow. If if you're on Spotify, you could subscribe. So then our episodes go straight to your phone. Not everyone knows that that's a thing. So do yourselves a favor. And if you like Bachelor content and you're looking forward to Golden Bachelor recaps and Bachelor in Paradise talk, you're going to want to make sure that you're subscribed. Yes. And just to kind of recap for you guys, what is happening next week? So this episode is coming out on Thursday. And then the following week is when Golden Bachelor premieres. So we will not have an episode on Thursday. We will have a recap of Golden Bachelor on Friday. And then the following week, we'll start a new schedule with doing Bachelor in Paradise on Wednesdays. Yeah, and Golden Bachelor on Fridays. So that's the sketch. It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited to just like breathe some new air into our podcast, our lives, our TV shows, you know? So join us along for this ride, Q4. We're all in (laughs) Q4 together. Yes, exactly. If you guys are looking for more content from us while we have those that couple day break between... When this episode comes out and Stephanie goes on her cruise before Golden Bachelor comes Life-changing out. Life-changing cruise. I'm life guys, changing. When you, I know when you have you to are let us know if it's life-changing. I, it probably will be, hopefully. When you guys are listening to this right now, I will be on the life-changing cruise. My life is changing right now. Wow. So wish me well. Bon voyage. Thank you. So in in that time, if you are like, wait, I need to listen to more She's All Batch content, you can check out our Patreon. We have a lot of fun bonus episodes there. 
Our most recent one that we did was all bachelor mysteries. Me and Stephanie put on our trench coats and our little glasses with mustache disguises and solve <laughs> a lot of groundbreaking, hard-hitting mysteries that have not been able to be solved by the Bachelor Nation community. And we, I think, solve most of them. We solve a lot. We try. It's a good time. Yeah. It's but so we have fun. a ton of other episodes there. Obviously, you if you subscribe now, you can go catch up on like 20 plus episodes yeah. that are really freaking good, if I do say so myself. Okay. Totally. Join the Facebook group, follow us, and is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Goodbye, bitches.